0: Hey y'all, I'm your host, Peyton, and today's episode is going to be a little different than my usual content. I typically share the stories of victims and individuals whose case has been cold for years or even decades. But today, I need all of my North Louisiana, South Arkansas, and East Texas people to listen close and take notes Because the story I have for you is about a 22 year old woman that's been missing from Shreveport for almost four months at the time of this recording. And with all ears and eyes on deck, there's still a chance we could bring her home. This is the Crimes (laughs) Picayune. At 8 o'clock the morning of May 4th, 2022, Kirsten Hale woke up to find that she had missed a call from her sister, Savannah. Kirsten tries several times to call her sister back, but each time it sends her straight to voicemail. She waits around for a little while, but as she waits, her anxiety grows until finally she decides she's just going to go over to her house and figure it out from there. Around 9.30, Kirsten arrived at the North Highlands neighborhood home that Savannah was staying at with her boyfriend, Gavin. The two actually lived with Gavin's grandparents, and Savannah had just moved in about four weeks prior. Kirsten was greeted by Gavin, and that's when she learned that he didn't know where Savannah was and hadn't been able to reach her either. He began to walk Kirsten through his and Savannah's night. Well, what he could remember of it. You see, he and Savannah were out at a bar called Fatty Arbuckle's in downtown Shreveport, and, according to Gavin, quite a few drinks were consumed. Savannah drove them home and would later comfort him as he started getting sick. He said he doesn't remember falling asleep, but when he woke up, Savannah was gone. With all of this information, plus the fact that Savannah still hadn't returned her sister's call, Kirsten knew that something was wrong. She contacted law enforcement, and by 1.30 that afternoon, a missing persons report was filed, and the search for Savannah began. With an email address and password in hand, Kirsten gained access to her sister's Google account. Under the Data and Privacy section, she was able to view a map of Savannah's movements the night of the 3rd into the morning of the 4th. According to the timeline provided by her location history, Savannah and Gavin left their home at 12:13 a.m to head to the bar. They arrived at 12:25 and stayed until 4:14. Some of you might be shocked, but remember this is Louisiana and many of our bars in downtown Shreveport stay open till 6am, even on a Wednesday. Anyway, the two lived about five and a half miles from the bar, taking them right at 10 minutes to get home. The map of her locations doesn't appear to show that they stopped for food or anything, and I doubt anything was open at that time anyway, which would put them home around 425 or 430. At some point, the exact time is unknown, Savannah leaves the home and drives about a mile and a half to what the family refers to as City Center. This intersection at North Market Street and Cooper Road has several gas stations, a Walgreens, a Southern-made donut shop, and a shopping center. This shopping center isn't anything extravagant. It has a Brookshire's, Subway, some clothing stores, a nail salon, and a few other things. But because the location tracking isn't 100% accurate and pretty hard to read, it's hard to determine where she stopped. But what you can see pretty clearly is that Savannah turned around and headed back towards her home. Then once she got there, she drove back towards city center. The lines on the map aren't well defined and when Savannah travels through somewhere she already went, The line blends together, losing its outline, but I'll come back to that in just a second. We know that Savannah stopped at the Chevron located at that intersection I mentioned earlier because her sister found a charge for $21.94. After reading some comments on Facebook, they're pretty confident she purchased a vape, which I believe is important. A second ago I mentioned how hard it was to read the map with all of the lines blending together. Well, I brought the map up in Canva, super professional, I know. And I drew a line in a different color any time it appeared that she changed directions. And this actually kind of helped make sense of all the lines. To me, it appears that Savannah could have gone to the gas station twice. If she was in fact trying to buy a vape, she'd need her ID and her wallet. If she forgot one or both at home, that would explain all the back and forth. Savannah was captured on camera at the laundromat next door to the gas station at 6.06. That was the time she had that $21 charge. I asked her sister Kirsten if they had checked to see if she appeared before that, and she said no, but that it wouldn't have been out of character for her sister to forget something at home. It's also possible that Savannah realized she didn't have what she needed and turned around outside of the camera's view. On that camera footage at 6.06, Savannah can be seen turning left out of the parking lot, which would have been in the direction of her home. And if the Google location tracking is correct, Savannah did go back home, or at least very close to it, before turning around again. Around this time is when Savannah tried to call her sister. And at 6.08, when she couldn't reach her, she left a voicemail, which I'm going to insert here. I don't know I wasn't planning on letting go to voicemail. But, you know, whenever you get a chance, you can, you know, call me up or whatever. Love you. Okay, bye. To me, though I've never met Savannah, she sounds like she's completely fine and that she was calling her sister just to talk. When I asked Kirsten if anything stood out to her about the voicemail, she also said no. But, the fact that Savannah had left her a voicemail to begin with was super odd and completely out of character. Sometime shortly after leaving that voicemail, Google stops tracking her location. And it stopped near that Brookshire's on North Market I mentioned earlier. The family hasn't been able to confirm why the tracking stopped, whether she turned her phone off, or it died, or what, but the next time Savannah's location can be confirmed is when she enters the Louisiana Tower parking garage in downtown Shreveport around 6.30. This parking garage is less than a quarter of a mile from the bar she and her boyfriend were at earlier that night morning. For about half an hour, Savannah's car doesn't move. Kirsten said that this was typical behavior for her sister. If she was upset or needed some time to herself, she'd often find a secluded spot and just sit. According to a comment her dad left on Facebook, the parking garage attendants confirmed that Savannah was the one in the vehicle and also the only one in the vehicle. She was seen, for the last time, leaving the garage at 7.03. The problem is, we have no idea which way she turned. The parking garage sits on the corner of Market Street and Travis Street. The exit that Savannah took out of the garage forks, and because of the one-way streets, she only would have had two options. Either a right turn onto Market Street, or a left turn onto Travis Street. The still shot of her car leaving the garage has her sitting directly in the center of the fork. And because the picture is so grainy, there's no way to see if her front wheels gave any indication as to which way she planned to turn. In a Facebook post by the organization Go Rescue, Savannah's car hasn't been spotted on any major highway or interstate since the day she was last seen. All other parking garages and casinos downtown have been searched. And of the very few cameras downtown, none of them picked up Savannah or her car that morning. During the first few weeks of Savannah's disappearance, the Cajun Navy came to assist the family with searching various waterways in the area. They stayed and searched for two days but didn't find any evidence of Savannah or her car Being in or entering the water. A group called Chaos Divers traveled to the Shreveport-Bossier area to help with the search for Savannah and her car. Chaos Divers is a group that searches waterways to help solve missing persons cases that have gone cold. They have over 160,000 subscribers on YouTube and record and upload footage from their dives and searches to the platform. They are a lot like the group Adventures with Purpose and have actually done some work with them in the past. On August 4th, three months to the day of Savannah's disappearance, Jacob, the lead diver of the group, live-streamed from the Red River to share with viewers what and where they've searched. Over 60 land and water miles were searched, but again nothing was found. There have not been any charges made to Savannah's debit or credit cards. There's not been any additional location history tracked on Savannah's phone. Neither her or her car have been spotted since the morning of May 4th, 2022. Savannah Hale is white with very fair skin. She's 5'8 and 160 pounds. She has light blonde slash silver hair and blue eyes. She has a butterfly tattoo on her upper arm and a pyramid on her inner left ankle and was last seen wearing black leggings, a black hoodie, and black tennis shoes. Savannah drives a silver 2012 Kia Forte, Louisiana license plate 607DNH. The car has several identifying characteristics. The back driver's side has damage near the gas cap from an incident with a deer, Her front bumper on the right side has metal braces keeping it intact, and there's a small scrape on the back passenger's side door. It's unknown, or at least hasn't been made public, as to why Savannah left her home so early that morning. Everyone in Savannah's close circle has been interviewed by and is cooperating with the Shreveport Police Department. At this time, there are no suspects or even persons of interest. This includes her boyfriend Gavin, who was also the last person to speak with her. He recently posted a 16-minute-long video describing their night from his perspective. You can find that video in the Bring Savannah Hale Home Facebook group. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Savannah Hale, please contact the Shreveport Police Department at 318-673-673. 7300 I'll have pictures of Savannah, her car, maps of the area, and anything else pertaining to her case posted on my Facebook page The Crimes Picayune. Hi.